are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. I'm Stephanie Gerard. I'm Katie Hilton. You're back to the first and last name. Yep. And we're back to the first and last name basis. Um, (laughs) We're your hosts. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are heading down to Florida and getting the local lowdown on Lauderdale by the Sea with the bubbly Ziba Lennox. While we are doing Lauderdale by the Sea, it is very close to Fort Lauderdale. So the fun fact that I'm going to share with you today, Katie, is the Fort Lauderdale fun fact. Perfecto. Is that okay? Are you okay with that? That's fantastic. Okay, great. Are you ready? I'm ready. This fact is for conspiracy theory lovers. Fort Lauderdale is considered the far western tip of the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. Interesting. Interessant. A little creepy. A little creepy. That is very creepy. Um, I mean, that's always freaked me out a little bit, and I don't know much about it. But the first time I went down to Texas to visit Ryan and his family, mm-hmm. I flew, flew by myself for the first time. And the guy that was sitting beside me, he just started talking to me. And he's actually the pilot for the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was super cool. But I asked him <laughs> about the Bermuda Triangle. Did he believe in it? You know, that was like eight years ago, seven years ago. Um, I don't remember what he said. So that's sort of anti- So this is a great story. So this is a great story. (laughs) No, I asked him about it and I think he might've said he tries to avoid it. Mm -hmm. I sure as hell would. I don't know much about it, but I do know that stuff goes, stuff disappears. People go missing. People go missing. Things go down. Things go down. Really interesting. I thought it was just, I thought it was just out in the Atlantic. No, it's like, right. I'm looking at a map right now and like literally the tip of Florida and then it goes up a little bit. And then I didn't know it was so close. I didn't either. It's so close to home. It hits real close to home. Better not, better not take a, we shouldn't go to Bermuda. That's a good question. Do we have to go through the Bermuda triangle to get to Bermuda? I'm going to do some more research on the conspiracy theory of the Bermuda triangle, but do you have any favorite conspiracy theories? Honestly, the whole Illuminati thing, I really don't understand that. Yeah, uh, that's tough. That's tough. Like it's, but also what is it? It's just some secret like club that famous people are in. And like, I don't know, the, the Illuminati trips me up because while I do think that there's like a higher society that Beyonce and Jay-Z like their king and queen of Taylor Swift might be the treasurer. Um, Harry Styles is in there. Like it's, it's a thing. Little Wayne, Little Wayne. Um, I just called him Little Wayne. <laughs> Little Wayne. I don't think it's like devil oriented. Like I feel like a lot of people associate the Illuminati and the devil together, and I don't think that's a thing. But surely there has to be like a high secret society that all like, you know, the A-listers are in. But how is it so, how is it a conspiracy theory? Like, how is it that nobody knows for sure? Because if somebody speaks out on it, they'd get decapitated probably. Decapitated. Wow. See ya. Interesting. Interesting. 
That was a fun, fun fact. That was a fun fact. Can um, confirm the fun fact was fun. Good, good. <laughs> and now it's inspired me because I'm about to finish the show younger. Like I'm almost done with it, which is very sad, but maybe I'll look into that conspiracy show on Netflix for my next watching. Oh yeah. I actually, Ryan and I were talked about shows that we started, like we were talking about this last night. We were talking about shows that we had started that we haven't even finished. And we were like, what should we watch next? But then we realized that we had a bunch of shows that that were just pending Mm -hmm. and pending. Yeah. Um, Do you mean to tell you what they are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, why say that without saying? Yeah. Um, so we finished Breaking Bad. So then we started watching Better Call Saul. And yeah. it's really good. We just yeah. haven't finished it. I think we're still in the first season. We also started watching this show on Pablo Picasso. Antonio Banderas is in it. He's he's Picasso. Um, I can't remember what show that is. I think it's Netflix. But it was interesting. It's not really, like, climactic climatic climactic mm-hmm. it kind so of is but a little but anti anti kind of but it's but it is interesting okay and then shoot there was one more and then we started the sopranos last night oh that's my that's my parents favorite show he's already watched it so he's he's oh, wow. he's two timing it yeah gosh I don't know because he didn't wait for me the first time oh when are we gonna kill him oh and then there was one other one well I can't remember now but we need to go back and watch those. We need to go back and finish them. Okay, keep us posted. Everybody's, everybody. I'm sure everybody will be dying to know if you do finish them. I know. I'm like, yeah. I hate this for you guys. I hate the waiting game. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll have to. You'll have to. We'll probably just. We'll probably just continue on the Soprano journey for now. Okay, that's fun. We love a good Italian mobster show. Hell yeah. Well, and then I asked also, Ryan asked me what I wanted to watch last night. And I was like, can we watch Goodfellas? And he was like, okay, you need to stop. You're on some sort of mob kick and it's a little creepy. And I said, not my problem. Speak. I know this isn't a conspiracy theory, but like, I want to know more about the mobs. Like, don't you just want to know everything? Everything. Who's still around? What's going on? It's and so and it boggles my mind that the skinny confidential when they interviewed Molly Bloom. Oh yeah. It boggles my mind that there's still, I didn't know that there was the mob was still a thing in that's unreal. That is un. that was such a good episode. I'm fully invested in that story for anybody who is listening right now, go listen to the skinny confidential podcast with Molly Bloom because it is a great story. It was so good. She's such a great storyteller and such an interesting, fascinating story and it's all real. Yes. It was a fantastic episode. And you know, it's going to be another fantastic episode, this one. So tell us more about Zeba and Lauderdale by the sea, and then we'll get into the episode. Perfect. We have the fabulous Zeba Lennox on the podcast today, and we are talking all things Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale by the sea to be exact. Where to begin with Zeba? She is a fashion, fitness, and travel blogger. She owns her own dance studio called Mozzie Dance Fitness, where she teaches dance fitness classes, which is so fitting because she's been a ballerina her whole life. She's married with two sons and lives in Chicago, but has been going back and forth to Lauderdale by the sea for years and often spends multiple months at a time with her family, enjoying the sunshine and salty air. What a treat it was to sit down with Zeba. She is so bubbly and funny and the best 
fashionista we've ever seen. She has given us the best recommendations for where to stay, dine, drink, and play for your next lovely getaway in Lauderdale by the Sea. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, everyone, we are here in Lauderdale by the sea, which is a charming little beachfront town between Fort Lauderdale and Pompano, Florida with Zeba Lennox. Zeba, you get the award for coolest name so far on the podcast. Oh, thank you. It was a rough childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the lowdown of Lauderdale by the sea, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me and congratulations guys on this podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm Ziva Lennox. I am based in Chicago, have been traveling quite a bit throughout the last year or so in Florida specifically. I'm a mom of two boys, co-founder of Mozzie Dance Fitness, which is located in Chicago, even though now we're heavily, heavily online. And I'm also a fashion lifestyle blogger for the last four or five years. I can't keep track anymore. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yeah. Wearing all the hats. Tell us a little bit about what is it? Mozzie? Mozzie? Mozzie yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Cause I love just like looking at your reels and seeing you dance your little heart away. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. My sister and I grew up dancing. We were about ballet, like professional ballet dancers. And we just always missed dancing. Once we like stopped doing it, we really just missed movement. And back in 2009, when we, um, opened it, we, there wasn't like a boutique fitness was not a thing. Like there was like yoga studios, there was, uh, gyms, but there wasn't really like a concept where you're like, it's very specialized classes. Like that was just really not there yet. And so we were like, well, I wonder if somebody would come if we just do dance stuff, you know, it was like such an experiment and it was like during the recession and like our landlord took a total chance on us. Like we had no business experience. We had no business plan. We had nothing. It was just like, I think he just wanted to fill the space. And so we just got started and, you know, like six months in, we already had to like expand. It was really crazy. Um, and it's just been amazing. Like I think teaching fitness is, I didn't know that I would love teaching fitness that much. Like I knew that I loved to dance and I knew that I, I knew that like dance-based fitness is very results oriented. So like, I knew that, that like that could be delivered for people, but I didn't really expect to like, uh, get so much from the people that I teach. I think that was like a really, like something you c- couldn't really predict. And so like, it's really addicting. Cause like you see people, you know, their confidence skyrocketing and their like body changing in a good way. Like they just become stronger and it's like, they're able to like leave bad jobs or toxic relationships. And just because they just are like empowered with kind of finding like who they are as a dancer, it's like, it's kind of like finding your Sasha fierce. I know it's a super outdated reference, but (laughs) no, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm powerful and I can dance. And, you know, it's so, it's, it's so cool. It's, it's one of the most amazing things besides my kids that I'm, I think I've ever done. Yeah. So cool. And not that we can (laughs) thank the pandemic for this, but like you're able to reach so many more people now that you are remote. Were you remote before? You know, it's so funny. I feel like it was divine intervention because we had slowly been, 
uh, cultivating an on-demand channel before this was like late 2019. We had a bunch of recorded classes. We had like our platform picked out, but like, we were not really like rushing into it. Like I was, I remember I was like traveling so much at the time doing like fashion weeks and stuff. And my sister, um, is also like an engineer. So this is something that like, I wouldn't say we do part-time, but it's definitely a thing that we do. So we were just, our studios were so packed that it wasn't like, we felt like anybody breathing down our back going like get online, you know? And then once it did happen, um, it was like, we had everything to go on demand. And it was like, we could just kind of like switch the, you know, switch on, you know, we're live and we had everything ready to go literally the day after we closed. And then after that, of course, people got really, you know, ingenious. And like, before we knew it was like, we were, it was very easy for us to stream classes through zoom and things. So it was really difficult, I would say to change the business model, because I feel like fitness is one of those things. And I think online fitness is amazing in here to stay, but I think fitness is so much about like feeling people's energy. And also there's so much as a fitness instructor that you have to keep in mind, especially for our format. Like we have, we have to really know our choreography. We have to, you know, make it so that people feel, get a great workout, but there's choreography involved. So you have to be super clear and super energetic. And so that is so much easier in person, but now we had to be dealing with this whole other, um, you know, element of like, making sure that zoom worked you know, (laughs) and that is so hard. Like if there's a lag and it's, you know, we're waiting for, you know, whoever, uh, Cardi B to to be saying up, up and we're going down, down, which is, you know, like it's so, you know, contingent on us being synced up with the music. And so sometimes like people will be like, you guys are constantly three seconds behind, you know, and I get it, you know? And so it was just an evolution of having to man, like not only learn how to be online instructors, but just like, you know, if, if you're a control freak, like you can't control the experience sometimes, you know, you can only have an amazing computer and great internet, but then after that, it's like not up to you, you know? So it was really challenging, but I think now more than a year later, I think we have a handle on it. Um, and we were very lucky that our team is so passionate about what they do that they were like, yes, like we're going to teach online and we're going to make it work. And, you know, like, and no, now they want us back in the studio. Like now Illinois is opening back up. Like, let's go back in the studio. It was like, because it's a whole team. It's not just my sister and I teaching class. So we were very lucky to have like that, you know, that, um, culture and that kind of, you know, inner strength, I guess you've built such a great online community, but also a local community as well. So it's amazing. Thank you. And you built that in such a short amount of time too. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And when I look back at the year, I'm like, cause then we, they opened us up and then at one point they closed us back down and then to do that and then come back up from that, that was, that was so hard, you know? Um, and then the new kind of wrench in the road last week was like, they're opening up Illinois tomorrow. So, um, you know, people don't want to wear their masks anymore to work out. So it's like, how do you handle that? And, you know, it's also, it feels so funky to be asking people like, are you vaccinated? Like prove to me that you're vaccinated. You know what I mean? It's just like becomes like a customer service, like, and it's not just us. I, I see this when I go out to restaurants and stuff and, you know, everybody's just kind of looking at you and they're going, are you vaccinated? You know, yeah. 
it's just it's just you know this has just been an awkward time in our lives I think mm-hmm. yeah really but has. glad we're finally starting to to see the light and Katie and I will have to try an online class soon um would you yes. please oh my god <laughs> so tell funny. me where you want to go yes okay we will. okay um but okay so I know that you just moved back to Chicago but you mentioned you've spent a lot of time in Lauderdale by the sea for the past 15 years so what brought you there was it like family or just random vacation yeah definitely so my husband's family um his name is Nick he um his family has been going down there for 40 years, wait, longer, 44 years, like something crazy since like 77, like his grandparents bought a place down there. Um, and it was, you know, they're originally from upstate New York. So it was just kind of like their winter escape or whatever. And I remember when we first started dating, like he was just like his whole face lit up and he's like, I'm going to take you to Lauderdale by the sea. And I'm like, okay, like it's Florida, buddy. Like, you know, like, like okay, you're taking me to Florida. And, um, I remember when I first got there, I was like, oh, I get like why he's so excited. Like it's such a special little nook of Lauder of like Fort Lauderdale. It's just, I mean, I don't think it's even that hidden anymore because I've seen it grow so much even in the last 15 years. But, um, but you know, it's, it's got like this little town center that has it all. It's got the retail, it's got the jewelry store, it's got like the cheap t-shirt shop, it's got the nice clothing store, it's got so many bars and restaurants, um, the puppy shop. I mean, you know, like all these things, it's just quite entertaining and it's very easy to walk from wherever you are to that little town center. And then that town center is like right by the ocean. So it's just so lovely. And sometimes like we go to different spots in Florida, like we're always like, gosh, that is such a special place. Like it's, um, you know, the ocean, the, the, the beachfront isn't super like cluttered and, you know, it's not like you feel like you're at Daytona beach, you know, like it, it feels a little bit like more remote, even though it's not like, you know, there's obviously people there and we've seen a lot of like condos and kind of things go up since then and different like hotels and stuff, which is exciting. I mean, it's, we don't want it to be just like, no, it's just us. And like the original people from 77, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. I did see that um, the beaches, it was like 4 p.m. on a Friday and it was like, it was just nice and leisure. Like it wasn't packed like prime time. So I read that the beaches are so nice that it's not overpacked, but can you tell us, so it's, it's like this little community, right? Mm-hmm. Should you plan your trip to stay there or should you, can you stay in Fort Lauderdale and then make sure that you come visit Lauderdale by the sea. Can you just kind of, yeah, kind of the plan a little about that. Sure. I mean, I'm biased. Of course I would recommend like, if you want that city feel and you want to like, when you go to Hon, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Hawaii, but when you go to Honolulu, right. Versus like Maui, like, it's kind of like that comparison. So if you want to be in the city where you have like the nice, like shopping and like more of like the buildings then go to Fort Lauderdale and then kind of like meander into Lauderdale by the sea. But if you really want like to feel like you got away, I would say Lauderdale by the sea is a great bet because you can easily, easily, you know, 10, 15 minutes access, um, Fort Lauderdale proper and Miami too. I mean, we go to Miami 
we used to go more before kids. So you'd be like, let's go to Miami for the night or whatever, or even for the day. But, um, but you know, you, uh, you don't need much, uh, like you can, you can like, you can just walk anywhere and you can stay there. There's so many cute little places to stay, um, that you can just book and, you know, like whatever your price range is, there's like smaller rooms. Um, you know, we've seen it cause we have, he has two brothers and they all have families and there's like his parents have also like, you know, siblings and cousins. So like, so if we want to make it into one of those big things and like somebody has to get like a room. So we are familiar with like getting rooms there. Mm-hmm. One of them is the plunge hotel. That's like a really easy, um, hotel that like, it's right on the ocean. It's like a 10 minute walk to that town center. And, you know, everything is just really close together. Or you can also like, they call them like little villas, like where they have maybe seven, you know, seven rooms that are, you can have to book them in advance. I, that, that's one thing I would recommend. You definitely have to like plan it. Like we usually will book, if it's our turn to stay, not in the condo, then like we'll book it like five, six months in advance so that we can get the room and the, you know, the property that we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What's the best time to visit? Um, great question. I would say our favorite time to go is January, like okay. right after Christmas. Usually we love to like pop on, on there and kind of be there for like the 29th, 30th, like New Year's Eve, like right before New Year's Eve and stay mm-hmm. like a couple, you know, like 10, 14 days or so. That's really nice just because the temperature is so freaking amazing. <laughs> That's when I and, would be going because I hate, I don't like being hot and I feel like it's not, it, it the heat would be manageable then. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty manageable. And, um, then you, you kind of like, kind of can enjoy like the Christmas crowd or like the holiday crowd, mm-hmm. but then you can like, then you can watch them go, you know, <laughs> You're yeah. kind of like, Oh, it's just, you know, and it's not like it ever totally empties out, but it just feels less congested. Um, I think is a really great time to go. Uh, we've also been there for Thanksgiving. We've been there um, even like during the summer, like May. Um, mm-hmm. And it's pretty temperate. It's not like, like I just came back from Tampa and Tampa, I could tell was getting really freaking hot, you know? Um, and I don't know if that's because I wasn't directly on the beach. I think that had something to do with it, but with Barrio by the, by the sea, like you are literally on the ocean. So it's, it doesn't, I don't know. I, I don't feel like when I've gone on in May and I've gone in June as well, I don't feel like, oh my gosh, get me out of here. Like Rome in July, you know, <laughs> like it's not, it's not that it's, it feels like a lot more, um, you know, bearable. You've got like a good spring, uh, spring winds coming into it. Yeah. Probably you know what else I've gone. Sorry. I've also gone there a lot in March and I got to say March is amazing too, because, um, <clears throat> because the weather is again, I mean, it's really hard for it to get the weather that bad. I think August maybe is like when it gets more rainy, like July, August is, I think historically is like when there's like heavier rains, but, um, but March is also great. Like we usually, when the kids have spring break, like we'll pop there over for a week, you know, and 
hope that their spring break isn't also at the same time like the people in florida (laughs) but usually they you know spring break i feel like starts like in the beginning of march and goes through like april like schools like they're not all the same all different times yeah yeah Mm I was telling my husband, like, yeah, we need to have like a place that we can go from January to like April so that we're not like stuck in cold weather. So this I, is, this I recommend is, they're hitting all my bucket point, my and, bucket. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Bucket points, bullet bucket points. List. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know we touched, you touched a little bit about this just a second ago, but where to stay. So what's like the Airbnb scene like, and then specific hotels. I know that you already mentioned one, but yeah. just a couple of your favorites. Yeah. So if you want that, like that hotel uh, vibe, I, I cannot remember all of them off the top of my head. I've stayed at more than the plunge. The plunge is more of like your boutique hotel, pretty predictable kind of, you know, they have like the coffee shop in there. They have the pool, they have like direct access to the beach. Um, you know, I think like in Lauderdale by the, by the sea that you can't build, I think higher than like, I don't know, I want to say like five stories or something. I read that really high, Mm -hmm. but, um, so that's really cool. But, um, the Airbnb scene, it's cool because then like you have like ocean drive. Right. And so like a lot of the hotels are kind of like sandwiched in between them, but then once you kind of go the street that's parallel to ocean drive, then so ocean drive is like right by the ocean. Right. So like you just have to cross over and the ocean is there, but then there's like a whole little batch of houses homes and houses like in like the like by the waterway that has like a neighborhoody feel that I could guarantee have Airbnb you know yeah possibility you know what I was watching um videos on the Lauderdale by the sea website and it reminded me of like a Hallmark movie there was a video and like all like the small business owners were like waving to the camera like come visit us and I was like oh my gosh it literally is like a Hallmark movie. It really is. And that's what it feels like. It feels like really pristine. You know, it's, it's got like the ice cream shops and like the coffee shop and everybody kind of knows each other or their families have been going there for a long time. Or, um, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a really cool vibe. And so it, there's never been like a, part where we're like, Oh, we're kind of like in a sketchy spot, right? You know, like, it's not Mm -hmm. like that. And the the restaurants are incredible. Like there's, there's really good food. Yeah. That's a great segue. Now that we have a pillow for our heads, let's move on to our favorite segment. Where's I'm like getting ahead. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you. Like we love a good on schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Ziva, what are your top three restaurants in town? I love Kalu's. Um, Kalu's is kind of a newer one. I want to say it's like maybe like six years old or so. And um, it's got really good indoor outdoor options. So like, and it, it has like a yacht base, so like you watch the yachts come in to dine and it's like really beautiful, like at night. Cause you can see kind of the waterway and just the outdoor spot has like the fake grass and like the palm trees. And it's just, the food is really good. And there's like some, something for everybody, like just a really good American seafood fair. Um, so like if you have a picky eater, it's a great, like, or if you have like gluten-free people or no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Those, people. Those people. Yeah. Or like the vegans, like they have like the meatless Options bowl, you know, 
-hmm. it's like healthy food, but you can also get like a good burger and you know, whatever. So what's your favorite thing on there? I'm in such a crab cake rut. I like, Oh, every time I go there, it's like crab cakes. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I get something else? But I That's love how that. I am with shrimp right now. Really? Shrimp cocktail all the time. Mm. That's healthy. Yeah, it is. Better than fried crab cakes. <laughs> fried. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And then the other one that we really love that we absolutely have to go to every single time is Houston's. Um, it's also by the waterway and um, the food there is just spectacular. Like, I don't know, they, you know, you're just crave like that service and that food. And mm-hmm. it's the same kind of like yacht parking lot that, you know, you see the, the yachts come up and people who are on the boat that want to eat, like unload. And it's just a beautiful place also to take like pictures and stuff, like yeah, in there, like your little cocktail dress and like stand by the boats. And like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a good little pretend, spot. Pretend it's your boat. Yeah. yeah. It's like yacht life, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stopping by. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, just down the street, like in the actual town center of Lauderdale by the sea. Ooh, it's a toss up between, um, Aruba is the first restaurant that Nick took me to. when the first time he took me, I remember he was like, we got off the plane. He was like, we're going to Aruba. And it was just so like clear in my mind. It's just exactly how it sounds like really Caribbean, like tropical. It's, it's a little like kind of hut thing too that's like right on the ocean so you can like literally it feels like you're sitting on like the sand and stuff I mean you're not but like you can you're like in on the beach kind of yeah they have the best monkey bread oh my gosh like the bread you know like so good so why did you have to say that I don't know I kind of like my house kind of forgot about monkey bread and now it's like oh my gosh I haven't that's all you will think about Thanks a lot. I know it is incredible. The food there is also like, it's one of those places where the food wouldn't have to, doesn't have to be that good because the location is so phenomenal, but it's so good, you know, mm-hmm. and they have like music, like it's the whole package. You definitely, definitely have to like go there and just like hope for the best though, in terms of seating, I don't recommend sitting inside. It's usually like really, really cold in there. You know, that whole, like, Oh yeah. You're like I'm in, you know, in my bikini and I have like I a little that. cover up and then you go inside, you're like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, that definitely happens. Um, and then the other one that's, I really enjoyed too, is ocean one Oh one. It's just a little bit more tame. It's right across away like right across the street from Aruba so those two places are really solid and then right kind of like next door to Ocean 101 is really good pizza like just like if you you know when you're on the beach and you just want to go and grab a quick slice and then my kids we go to the ice cream shop like at least once a day sometimes Killwinds and you know you walk in and you get like your free sample of fudge and like you know it's so funny sugar mm-hmm. rush it's just yeah it's like our little it's our little ritual and it's like Kilwins is right next to like the puppy shop so it's just like a whole little like thing that we do it's like we go in there we like play with the puppies and then we go out and then you know we forget about the puppies with ice cream it's really great parenting uh, yeah yeah you're like we can't have a puppy today but we can get ice cream again and fudge. <laughs> <laughs> um for any of these restaurants should we plan or like, can you make reservations? Should we plan for it or? Okay. Yeah. Um, so for, I want to say that for Houston's, like, I feel like 
I feel like you can't make reservations unless you have like a really huge party. Um, Kalu's you can, you can make reservations. Um, and I don't know. I, we're, I feel like we're always kind of a hot mess when it comes to dinner. It's almost like, it's almost like a last minute, like, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? You know, that kind of thing. So as if it doesn't I, come every night, you know, I know. So, so it's just <laughs> such a surprise. Like what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you really, like, if you have a huge party and another really good option is shooters, it's like, it is actually like, it's still in Lauderdale by the sea, but it, you have to drive there, but it's, it's really, really great for big parties. Like just, if you have a big, a big, big group, they have a lot of land. I know that you just picked really great restaurants. If all of them have just like an enormous weight, which ones you're like definitely wait in line for. It could be all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say Houston's and Aruba. Okay. Yeah. I will wait all day for Houston's like I, cause that's what usually like you go there and you're like, I'm going to camp out there. This is a cool part. Um, is you can camp out, like you can wait for your table, like as you watch the boats with your wine, there's a sitting area and it's just, it goes by, you know, you're like, what? It's my turn. You know, it's my turn now. The food is so good. And Aruba, it's like the same thing. It's like right by the ocean. So you can like go and maybe eat ice cream before your dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, so like we're on vacation at the beach and we're all wondering where we're going to get a fabulous cocktail or a glass of wine or a cold beer. So tell us a few places that are your favorites to go hang out and look at the sea and drink. drink. Oh, drink. Yes. The segment is where to drink. So tell us where to drink. (laughs) Where to imbibe. I mean, I think those are all good, like good spots that that kind of fit that bill too. I haven't, um, I feel like like such an old person, but I feel like I don't like go out and drink unless it's with dinner. And I do, I love my wine, (laughs) but like, I, I don't, I don't know that I know of a lot, like all of those places. Like I can't think of like a bar, for example, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I can't like, you know, picture it, but all of those places are really good for that. Um, there's also going to come back to me. Sea watch. Sea watch is, um, another really, really cool spot. It's kind of like, it's like, it's a huge, huge thing that like, it it feels very old school, like Cape Cottage. And that's like a really, it's, that has a really cool indoor bar. Like, it sounds like, like, why would I want to like drink indoors, but it's (laughs) got like a classic like wood and like, you know, that kind of like Cape Cod feel. And it's got like a really cool upstairs area that's outside that has, that feels like you're in a tree house. So put Sea Watch on your list. <laughs> Question. Are you allowed to drink on the beach? I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. I think, I think, <laughs> I feel like I get confused because I, I think that my family breaks the rules, but I don't. Right, right drink like unless like I can't handle it like drinking on the beach personally so like I haven't it hasn't been my personal problem yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no totally fine I think I read that it is forbidden oh really oh. yeah okay yeah but one other question I wanted to ask um do you have a go-to cocktail so I know that you love wine but if you are just really feeling the beach the ocean ocean breeze do you have a cocktail that you're gonna go to Yes. Margarita. 
I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I, you know, it's not super like sexy or glamorous or different, no, but is. like, I it love classic I like margarita. Nothing beats like a salty rim, you know, mm-hmm. when you've been, like, my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> like after you've been dehydrated in the sun all day, you're just like, I need some salt, you know, you're just like, I need mm-hmm. some more dehydration. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And I just discovered this is, I'm like five years behind, but I just discovered like Aperol spritz. <laughs> oh yes, girl. That's my go-to. I finally, like I ordered it from my mom. She's like, what should I order? That's kind of light. And I was like, let's get you an Aperol spritz. She's like, have you had them? Like, no, I hear great things. Um, cause I, I love tequila. I love, I love the way margaritas make me feel like they energize me. So like, I'm just like, good night. You know, I'm not like, I don't feel as fun with vodka. So like, I always like go to what I know, but yeah, I felt pretty fun with the Aperol spritz as well. So yeah, it's very, (laughs) it's very refreshing and it's like not too sweet, but like just sweet. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I feel the same way about vodka too. It's just, I hate the way it tastes anyways. So I think it's like, I'm drinking my drink very slowly and then I'm just getting very tired and bored. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? You, what kind of cocktail do you like? It's funny. I'm on a Tito's kick. Like I, when I go out, I'm just Tito's and soda. It's my jam. And like knock on wood, I haven't been hung over in forever. So, and I got really hung over last time I drank tequila. So, so far I'm just, I'm just staying with the Tito's, the vodka. Take to it works. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, now that we're full, we're a little tipsy from all the margaritas. Let's move into activities. So Ziba, what are some things in Lauderdale by the sea you'd recommend someone to do when they're in town? Well, firstly, there's a really great, um, like mansions tour where you go on like the waterways and then you kind of like, they literally will tell you like who lives there, kind of the story of like, who's lived there. It's like really fun to see like, you know, the huge, you know, any celebrities that we would know? I should remember because I remember being very impressed, but it's kind of like everybody. I remember thinking like, how does everybody live here? You know, like how does, how does oh. so many people like, yeah. not in Lauderdale by the sea, but like, it, you know, I'm, I'm talking like more like, I guess now I'm getting more into Lauderdale because Lauderdale by the sea is so tiny. I don't feel like I, like there's like a, you know, recreation yeah. for that. Like right. other than going to the sea and going to the town center, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you have to kind of move on to more of like, like Lauderdale activities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really fun. And there's also like a boat tour. Like if you have kids or that, like you pretend to be like shooting pirates, like with a water gun, it's really oh, fun. fun. Yeah. Um, what is that called? I think if you just like do pirate kids tour Lauderdale, it'll come up. <laughs> yeah, we'll look it up. That um, honestly yeah, sounds fun for adults too. Like I yeah. feel like I would have a fun time on that. Yeah, we did not have a bad time on there for sure. <laughs> um, what else have we done out, out there? I mean, honestly, like the beach, if I'm going to the beach, if, as long as it's, unless it's like raining or something, I just want to stay on the beach or my porch. So you know, if you, if there aren't other things to do, yeah, don't make, don't force it. You know, <laughs> the whole thing is if you do decide to stay in Lauderdale by the, by the sea, like you can always leverage what lot what Fort Lauderdale has to offer, which like they have a beautiful aquarium. They have, you know, 
just a lot of things as well. So it's easy to just kind of be like, okay, well, we want, we're ready for a little bit more action. Yeah. But we haven't done that in a long time. I feel like we're usually pretty content just having our ice cream, petting the puppies, going to the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drinking. For sure. Um, yeah, I did read that Lauderdale by the sea was pretty big on like diving and there's some, a coral reef. Do you know anything about that? You know what? We've never done the coral reef, which we're like kind of big into snorkeling. So I don't know where we've gone wrong yeah. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere else that like we've been, it's like we snorkeling is like always on our list. So thanks for letting me know. I feel kind of, yeah, it's, it's like only a hundred feet off of the coast supposedly or something like that. What? Yeah. Get with oh, it. Cool. I know. I'm just kidding. It's like, and I'm, I don't know, like I'm, I'm not nature girl. Like I'm indoor girl all day long, but I really like, if you want to feel connected to nature and just like, you feel like you're, you escaped earth. Like you're just, I don't know. It's very, very soothing. And then you just, I don't know. It's like a really great way to escape. So I highly recommend it. And you don't have to be like a super amazing swimmer as long as like you can kind of like doggy paddle because you've got like the vest and you've got, you know, you've got like a lot. Um, I am like, I'm an okay swimmer. I'm not like the world's best swimmer, but I can definitely hold my own, but I, I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's really exciting and you never know what you're going to get. I think the last time we did it was in Okinawa, like in Japan. Oh, wow. And that was crazy. Like that, that was like crazy coral. Like I was like, it it really was like, I didn't want to come back in. (laughs) Everybody was like, come back. I'm like, I can't. (laughs) No, I'm fine. I'm going to stay out here. (laughs) Yeah. So recommend. Um, Yeah. Cool. You got me excited Uh before we move into the next round. Um, do you ever see sharks? Is, Is there a big community of sharks by Lauderdale by the sea. I don't think I've ever, ever seen or heard of any sharks there, which is a great question. Cause I hate them. That's great news. That's great. That's news. great news. Yeah. I really, really hate them. And my kids love them. And the other day I, I told them guys, sharks are just, I'm like, can you please look at their face? They're ugly. And they both got so hurt. Like mommy, how would you say that sharks are ugly? Sharks are not ugly. Like take that back. And I was like, that was really mean of me to say, (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I've ever called anything ugly, but I was like, sharks are just ugly to me. Like they have this wicked look on their face, you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm curious. I'm not an animal person, but Katie like is like a, she's a very big animal person. Katie, do you like sharks? I certainly wouldn't want to see one like out, but I think they're really interesting. Okay. Good to know. All right. Now they're going to, now your boys are going to become like marine biologists and they're only going to specialize. They're going to go like shark diving and like off in South America. um, That's dinosaurs and sharks all day long. They're so like, you know, your typical boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as if we didn't have enough places to go visit and drink and eat, uh, let's do rapid fire. It's rapid fire round. And so the first question is, what is the most Instagramable spot? During Christmas, there's or during the holiday season, like all of December, like halfway through January, they have this ginormous Christmas tree, like right in the center of town. And it is so beautiful. And it like, it like leads down. It's like a little, um, 
it leads down to like Aruba, which leads to like the ocean. So it's just that I would say that's the most Instagram because it's just huge and they have like really pretty lights. I don't know. That's, that would be my pick. Is it like Rockefeller for Lauderdale by the sea? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, what's your favorite pizza spot? Was it the same one you mentioned? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the name, but it's right in the town center. And it's just, it's not like a sit down restaurant. It's just like a grab and go. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Do you have a favorite event? Favorite event. I would say that just like the live music um, that occurs, you know, and some of those spots in the town center. You can't go wrong with water and live music. No, you can't. And um, again, because it is quite small, like there's not really their big thing is like New Year's Eve. They have a, um, they have quite a big showdown with live music. Like they close off the town center and like, that's really fun, but it's also overwhelming because like there's so many people there and it's very loud, but you should know about it if you're into events, but it's, I always like kind of run the other way. (laughs) I would too. I would too. I just want to be kind of alone, kind of secluded. Yeah. What's your favorite coffee shop? Oh my gosh. You're not going to like this. It's Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) What do you get at Starbucks? I can't lie. Um, They (laughs) do have an amazing uh, coffee shop that all of my sister-in-laws go to. Well, I go to, and you can also even walk to Dunkin' Donuts too. There's like a, mm-hmm. like if you go the opposite direction of the town or not the opposite, but it's like just down the street, it's like maybe like a 12 minute, 10, 12 minute walk. You'll find a Dunkin' Donuts. So I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Um, I feel like you're either one or the other. Yeah. I'm, I'm Dunkin'. I don't drink coffee, but I'm Duncan. Don't? <laughs> no. You said no. it's funny. A, a few episodes back, somebody, one of the girls that we were interviewing was like Dunkin' Donuts. And then Katie was like, I love Dunkin' Coffee. And like, I was like, you don't even drink coffee. Well, when I used to, I, when I would drink yeah. coffee, I would get hazelnut and it, it's just oh, so good. It has like that particular smell. It's so good. Yeah. Um, you can't take coffee advice from somebody who doesn't drink coffee. Just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no one asked me what my favorite coffee shop was so I can got it I'm say back in the day I like yeah, no, dunk- no, I wish it was something different but I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much a diehard like Starbucks person what do you order at Starbucks just just drip just regular coffee yeah you like what you like I do <laughs> my next question was going to be the best season would you stick to January would you stick to like the winter months or would you I switch would, it up I would definitely say winter okay like from Jan to March. Okay. The way to go. And that's good too, because like people aren't planning their beach trips. Like, you know, they're yeah. it's a good. It's a good, um, midwinter off season-ish. So with the building ordinances and the restrictions, do you guys have rooftop bars? No, that is such a weird thing. I know, but I like it. I like not because I feel like sometimes when you go to the beach and like you see those darn hotels that are like so tall, it like ruins it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you can get a really tall hotel, but you have to kind of drive like right outside of that vicinity, but still be close to Lado by the Sea. But there are like if you go far enough away from um, on Ocean Drive, like you'll 
see like the taller hotels. Hmm. Yeah. But when you're in Lauderdale by the sea, it sounds like there are just so many restaurants that are actually on the water. Yeah. So you don't need to feel like you yeah. need to go up and like get yeah. some sort of view exactly. because it's right in front of you. Exactly. And then last but not least, what is your favorite local business? I know it's hard to pick one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love the puppy shop and, and I, I'm conflicted about saying this because I don't know where the puppies come from, you know, like, oh, yeah. I don't know where they come from. Okay. So I'll just, it's not definitely not a rescue shop. Right. But like, it is such a, it's just such a landmark and so, so classic and like it, like everybody goes, like, like, it seems like such a happy community place that it's hard to really be that upset about, you know, like the puppy shop, but you know, how, and it's just a staple, but yeah, I mean, there's some people that feel very, very passionately about, like, I know that I wouldn't purchase my puppy there, but am I, do I mind seeing it there when I walk by? Like, no, it's kind of like part of the, part of the, you know, town at this point, it's been there for so long. And then there's also I am so sorry. I'm not going to remember the name, but there's also like, right. I, I, I'm, I, this is horrible. Like I, I wish I, I don't even know how to find these names. Like, you know, but like, there's a, also like a clothing store that sells jewelry. That's like, you can tell it's been there forever. And it's just, you know, like right in the town center. That's not like your cheap t-shirt shop. It's just like, kind of like the boutique for clothes and, and like little, you know, statement jewelry and stuff like that. So if we Google it later, um, are there like a ton or you, when we Google it, we'll be able to. Yeah, I can get that for you. I can, you don't have to guess. I can get that. Oh, no worries. I, don't, I have no, I've never stopped and considered like, what is that called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get no it. Worries. We get it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself up. I hope that you can sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap up, what is your number one travel tip to share with our listeners? In general? Yes. Oh, I would say to, for your carry on to, um, put in like a couple of outfit choices. Like if you're like, I usually travel with a carry on and also like a bigger suitcase, but have like something like a nice dress and also like something like sneakers, heels, a nice dress, and like a casual outfit, because like, you never know if your luggage isn't going to come into town or if something happens and then you have to stay behind and then you don't have an outfit choice. Like, I think that that's like, just be prepared, like in your carry on that you have like a change of underwear, like you have, like, just, it doesn't have to be a ton of outfits, but you just have like a couple of options because that's happening before where like my luggage goes, but I stay behind. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I happen. Like it just, How are you gonna wash your I, face? where's my deodorant? Yeah, what exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I remember the last time that I went to fashion week, I got stuck in New York and, um, my luggage went, but I got, I got held behind, which was great. But luckily I had put in this little red dress. It was just this tiny little thing. I had stuffed it into like my huge, like carry on. I don't even know why I did it. And I, I was like, Oh, now I can go to more shows, but I wouldn't have been able to go to more shows if I hadn't like stuffed in that little red dress, because I, you know, I would just be in like, whatever I could have gone, but in my mind, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm so right. glad that I have like 
an outfit change. And so ever since then, I'm like, I always have like a couple of options because, and it even happened now on our way back from Tampa to Chicago, like my kids ended up not having clothes because our clothes didn't get back in time. So like, and I did have two days worth of outfits for them and it did come heavy. So just saying. Very convenient. Very good tip. Yeah. I'm always nervous that my, my suitcase is going to get lost. When when you're at the, at the, the term, not the terminal, you know, when you're at the gate and they say, all right, we're going to start taking volunteers. And then I always panic. I'm like, I'm not volunteering. I'm not volunteering. Please don't take my bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm always afraid that they're going to lose it. Yeah. All right. And then where can our listeners find you on social media? Well, thank you. Um, the first place is just Instagram, Zeba Lennox, um, TikTok, Zeba Lennox, YouTube, Zeba Lennox. <laughs> and my blog is uh, Dancing Well in the Style. Yes. Amazing. Well, Zeba, thank you so much for coming on today. We cannot cut. Whoa. English. It's getting late. I'm tired. Um, for an April spritz. I know, (laughs) or no, maybe I do need tequila to, to wake me up, but, um, Katie and I can't wait to come visit you. We were just chatting earlier before you hopped on and we were like, Lauderdale by the sea is where we want to be right now. Like, it Mm -hmm. seems like the perfect place to just like veg out and just relax. Um, so we'll come soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you all the, we'll take pictures of the names. So, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. And that is a wrap on Lauderdale by the sea. If you enjoyed Lauderdale by the sea and want more of Florida, let us know who we should interview next. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you found any value, please share that with your exterminator. We had one come by today, which is why I thought of it. Your fashion designer or your personal we shopper. We all have those. Your personal shopper is what I meant. And um, your third grade teacher. And your third grade teacher, if you still keep in touch. Mm -hmm. So, yep. And then next week, we're coming out with a hot new episode. Stay tuned for The City, TBD. But yeah, until then, thanks thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, not watching. And we'll see you next week. Sayonara. Can we do it again? Yep. (laughs) No, I'm keeping that in there. Sayonara. Sayonara.